0: Now, enjoy this broadcast of Hope and Faith Ministry, brought to you from People's Baptist Church of Boston.
1: The title of the message today is The Challenge of Making Wise Decisions. The Challenge of Making Wise Decisions. Life is basically a series of choices we make every day. The quality of our life, is determined by the kind of decisions we make in life. Some of them are some of them we regret, some of them we, we feel good about. Perhaps you're at the, at the point in your life where you need to make a decision about your career, your job, your marriage, your finances, and even your spiritual life. The fact is, because we are human beings, we all make wrong decisions. We need God to help us in the decisions we must make. And this is the very situation that James is addressing here in James chapter 1, verses 5 through 8. And from the New Living Translation, it reads, If you need wisdom... If you want to know what God wants you to do, ask him, and he will gladly tell you. He will not resent your asking, but when you ask him, be sure that you really expect him to answer. For a doubtful mind is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. People like that should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. They can't make up their minds. They waver back and forth in everything they do. If you notice from the scripture that was read, James was speaking uh, about the various trials that we encounter as believers. These are... The difficulties and afflictions that come our way. Oftentimes, these trials bring us to one of those intersections where we feel lost and don't know which way to go. James is talking here about how to make wise decisions. He gives us the problem and then the solution. And so, first, the problem we face, according to James, is indecision. The problem we face is indecision. In James 1 and verse 8, "...a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways." Now, James is speaking about our tendency to be pulled apart in different directions, trying to do two things at the same time, not really sure what we want. He calls this double-mindedness. Double-mindedness leads to instability and constant turmoil. Indecision makes you unstable. It creates emotional instability in your life and you can't make up your mind. Indecision also leads to lack of commitment which leads to unstable relationships. You can't decide in a relationship whether to get out of it or to get on with it. You can't decide whether to stay in the job that you have or leave. You see, indecision... Also leads to instability in the spiritual life It blocks our prayers It keeps God from giving and us from receiving What God has to offer us Some of you say why don't God answer my prayers Maybe you're not specific enough Maybe you have never really decided What is it that you want And you don't have a clear cut goal Double-mindedness causes instability. One day, the double-minded person decides to trust the Lord and serve him. The next day, he or she gets with the wrong crowd and decides to do his or her own thing. Then he or she feels bad about that and decides maybe... Uh, he or she will trust and obey after all. James says that kind of indecisiveness will get us nowhere. You may have heard of the mountain climber who slipped and fell onto a precarious ledge. Since he was climbing alone, he was utterly helpless. He began to cry, help, somebody help me. And to his surprise he heard a voice saying, I will help you, trust me and let go. Frantically he looked around and called, is anybody else up there? (laughs) So when God doesn't operate on our schedule or his plan doesn't align with ours, we often seek another plan. We pray and trust God for a little while, but soon we go back to running our own life and doing our own thing. James says Christians like that should not expect to receive anything from the Lord, for they are double-minded. So the problem that James is pointing out here is indecision. And now he moves to the, the solution. So the solution to the problem is wisdom from God. Wisdom from God. James one and verse five says a if, uh, okay. it, it, it says if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. So what is wisdom? There are various definitions of wisdom. Webster defines it as the ability to make right use of knowledge. Someone else says, wisdom is a practical application of knowledge. And another person says, wisdom is the convergence of knowledge and skill which enables a person to make right choices that honor God. The lack of wisdom is universal. All of us lack wisdom. And James here gives us four steps to take if we need wisdom. And the first step is, admit your need. Admit your need. In James 1, 5, the first part of um, verse 5 says... If you need wisdom, if you want to know what God wants you to do. You see, James is the book of wisdom in the New Testament, like Proverbs is the book of wisdom in the Old Testament. The Bible talks a lot about wisdom, but the world is more interested in knowledge. God is a source of wisdom. It is a divine gift to his children You don't get it by living a long life Or experiencing many different things You get it from God All right. So rather than frantically trying to figure out Everything by yourself Or getting answers from Dr. Phil Or some of the people on, on television We need to go directly to the source God it's Proverbs Uh, chapter 11 and verse 2 says pride leads to disgrace but with humility comes wisdom you see pride blocks wisdom You you can't learn anything if you think you know it all admission of the lack of wisdom is the beginning of wisdom I don't have it all together. I don't have the, all the answers. For some of you, it may be hard for you to, to go home or even go back to your office and to say to the spouse or children or coworkers, I was wrong. You see, when was the last time you said I was wrong? That shows how wise you are if you think you're always right. And you're never wrong And you can't admit that you You were wrong The key to wisdom Is to start by saying Lord I don't know which way to go Or what you want me to do So the first step Is to admit That you don't have all the answers Admit your need But the second Step according to James is Ask God For Wisdom. You ask God for wisdom. You know that you don't have it and you need it, so you ask God for it. And so in the second part of um, James uh, chapter 1 and verse 5, it says, If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. See if, and then the next verse, Proverbs chapter two and verse six, says, It is the Lord who gives wisdom, from him comes knowledge and understanding. You see if God should come to you one day and say, I'm going to give you one wish, you can ask for anything that you need in the entire world now what would you ask for King Solomon got a chance to do that God came to Solomon and said Solomon you are the king of Israel I'm going to grant you one wish what do you want more than anything else in your life Solomon thought it over and said I'm so inadequate as a leader. More than anything else, I want wisdom. I want to be able to think the way you think, to see the things uh, from your point of view, to be able to make decisions the way that you make them. I don't want to make mistakes. I don't want to look back on my life later and have regrets. I want wisdom. Well, the Bible says that God was pleased with that request and he granted it to Solomon. See, so God said essentially, Solomon, because you ask for wisdom, I'm going to give you as well wealth, fame, and long life. So Solomon not only became the wisest man in this time, but he was the wealthiest man. And a famous person Who lived a very long life So the question I want to ask What if God asked you the same question He put to Solomon If you could have one Wish From God What would you ask for Would you ask for wisdom Or would you Simply ask For the Numbers to win the lottery (laughs) <laughs> See, <laughs> See Paul's prayer for the Colossians was for spiritual wisdom Look at Colossians chapter 1 and verse 9 It says we ask God to give you a complete understanding of what he wants to do in your lives. And we ask him to make you wise. With spiritual wisdom. And in Colossians chapter 2 and verse 3. In him lie hidden all the treasures. Of wisdom and knowledge. You see wisdom is found only in God. But he does not keep it for himself. He gives wisdom wisdom. To his children who ask for wisdom. And the reason we don't ask is because, or the reason we don't have is because quite often we don't ask. And so James tells us in chapter 4 and verse 2 of his letter. The reason you don't have what you want is that you don't ask God for it. 20 times in the New Testament it says, ask in it. Shall be given And if you ask You will receive But the third Step that we need to to take If we want to have wisdom is Believe that God Will answer Our prayers for wisdom Believe God will answer James uh, Chapter 1 and verse 6 But when you ask You must believe And not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. You see, if you want wisdom, first you have to ask the right person. Then you have to ask the right way, in faith, believing and not doubting. This means that the key to wisdom is prayer. And the condition is faith. If you can't believe you're going to get what you pray for, then don't waste your time praying. Doubting dishonors God. When God makes a clear promise, he will grant it. And if we come before him doubting, then we dishonor him. This is why he says... A double-minded person will not receive anything from the Lord because you are doubting God. This is why uh, the on and off, um, the on and again, off, uh, off again, uh, believers should not expect to receive uh, the blessings of the Lord. You see, a lot of Christians are like corks in the ocean, blown around, back and forth. They are victims of their circumstances. Some of you are blown away right now because you haven't been asking for wisdom. Eventually you pray as if prayer is the last resort, which ought to be the first option when you find yourself in a difficult situation. As Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6 tells us, And without faith... It is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. You see, if you want to receive anything from God, then you have to believe in advance that you are going to get it. And that's faith. Faith is thanking God in advance for what you ask. But the fourth step is Claim God's promise of wisdom Claim God's promise of wisdom So we start off by saying Admit your need Ask God for wisdom Believe God will answer And then fourthly Claim God's promise of wisdom James chapter 1 and verse 5 Again If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. You see, if you want to receive anything from the Lord, then you have to have faith in him. You see, God is eager to give to his children wisdom. Just as it pleased God when Solomon asked for wisdom. It pleases God when we come to him and say, God, I haven't the slightest idea what I'm supposed to do. All right. It is God's nature to give and to give generously. His resources are inexhaustible. They are unlimited. He has enough resources for everyone who asks. James says that God will give you the needed wisdom in a way that will be very encouraging you know, to you. He won't humiliate you in the process of meeting your need. The gift won't come with a long lecture of how disappointed he is that you got yourself into the situation that you're in. Like the father in the parable of the prodigal son, he will open his arms to you and kiss you rather than scold you. Now, do you see the basis of assurance that God will answer your prayer? You see, it is not your performance, it is not your remorse, it is not your resolutions, it is the character of God and his love for you as his child. So we are coming to a loving, willing father, asking for wisdom to make good decisions. He's pleased when we ask for wisdom. So where do you need wisdom in your life right now? What's the big decision you have to make? Is it a career decision? Is it marriage, kids, church membership, an investment? You need to come to the Lord and say, Lord, I need your wisdom. I need your help. I'm confused. I don't know what to do. I don't know what the next step is going to be. The Lord promises that in the midst of the struggles and the trials that we have to go through in life, he will grant his wisdom and will show us what to do. One of the reasons why we get so upset and overwhelmed when we are going through the trials and tribulations of life is because we do not turn them over to God and ask his wisdom uh, to know how to deal with it. So, and this is really what, what um, James is saying. He's saying you're going to have trials and tribulations. And you shouldn't worry about them But if you need wisdom to be able to know How to deal with those situations Then ask me Do you face a problem Which has exhausted your best Efforts to solve Are you looking for answers Which seem to evade you Has your wisdom And the wisdom of those around you Fallen short There is hope The one Who is himself all wise delights to give his wisdom to those who ask with a trusting heart. Have you asked God for wisdom? We need to ask for wisdom to deal with the difficult relationships that sometimes we find ourselves in. We need to ask for wisdom for our marriages, we need to ask for wisdom to parent our children. We need to ask for wisdom to handle singleness. We need to ask for wisdom to help us on the job. We need to ask for wisdom to minister to others. And we need to ask for wisdom to handle our finances. Does anyone lack wisdom here today? Then go to the Lord in prayer. Take him at his word and ask him for wisdom and you will receive it. Remember, you serve a God who knows the situation that you are facing. He knows the burdens that you are bearing. He knows the pressures that you are feeling. He knows the frustrations that you are having. He knows the grief that you are experiencing and the help that you need. He knows about the tears that you have shed, the troubles that you have encountered, the trials that you are facing, the loneliness that you have faced, The difficulties that you have uh, confronted, the responsibilities that you have to shoulder, the battles that you have to fight, the sacrifices that you are making. And he knows the pain that you are feeling. He knows the temptations that you are struggling with. He knows the discouragements that you are going through. He knows the fears that you are battling and the hardships that you are experiencing. He knows when your dreams don't, your dreams get shaken and shattered. He knows when your nights get dark and dismal. He knows when your faith gets tried and tested. And he knows when your spirit gets low and lonely. Oh yes, he knows about the mountains that you can't move. He knows about the problems that you can't solve. He knows about the questions that you can't answer. He knows about the fears that you can't master. The load that you can't handle. And the doors that you can't open. He is God Almighty. And he can make blessings out of burdens. Gladness out of sadness. Hope out of despair. Life out of death. Something out of nothing. And success out of failure and as I thought about our needs my attention went back to a good old hymn what a friend we have in Jesus all our sins and griefs to bear what a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you for joining us here at Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston. We pray that you have been touched and inspired by today's message. People's Baptist Church is a Christ-centered, caring church located at 134 Camden Street at the corner of Camden and Tremont Streets. Our Sunday services are at 8 a.m. and at 1045 a.m. You can reach us at 617-427-0424. Come visit us in person or on the web at www.pbcboston.org. And tune in every Saturday morning at 1030 for another inspiring message of hope and faith.